Hey everybody, welcome back to Armchair Adventure. Uh, surprise, surprise, Kane's actually not here this time around. Um, we're going to try out this thing where we do some mini episodes where probably just one of us at a time is on here, just uh, talking about topics that really couldn't take up the length of a full episode. And so we're just going to devote a pretty short amount of time with these mini episodes um, for, for these uh, smaller topics. So if you don't like the sound of my voice, that sucks. You might as well just uh, stop the episode now. If you were looking for Kane and his humor, you're not going to get it, and I apologize. I don't have a lot of jokes laced in here. It's going to be largely educational, hopefully interesting, and yeah, nothing too crazy. So here we go. What I'm talking about today are these lakes. Um, there's three lakes located in central Indonesia. So high among the mountains of central Indonesia, there are three decently large scars on the land. And by scars, I mean craters. These are old craters from a once active volcano. Now, what's special about these craters is not how massive they are or how close together they are, um, because they are quite close together. Instead, the main attraction is the water contained in each of these three craters, which actively change color, sort of like mood rings for the Earth. Now, before I explain more, allow me to introduce you to the area which hosts these natural wonders. The central island of Indonesia is called Flores. It's quite mountainous due to some ancient volcanic activity. Mount Kilimutu is at the center of our interest today. These three craters are at the peak of Mount Kelimutu, and they form what we call a complex or compound volcano. This basically means that one volcanic system erupted a few times, but from three different places. So when you're looking at an aerial view, it's not just like you have one volcanic crater, you're actually looking, in this case, at three. Now, when you look at these aerial views of Mount Kilimutu, you can see that these craters are about a quarter of a mile wide. So they are quite large, but not the largest volcanic craters out there, not even close. Two of the craters are separated by only a wall, maybe 50 feet thick. They're quite close together. While the third crater is perhaps about a half a mile away. So back to the mood rings. Each crater is filled with water, creating three huge lakes. And even though these lakes catch the same rainwater, because they're in contact with slightly different gases underneath, they're three completely different colors. So three lakes within half a mile of each other, three different colors. Now they remember, they're from the same volcanic system, but it's just the combination of the rainwater and the different gases and minerals present that make these different colors. Now, normally, the lake of old people, yeah, that's the English translation. I don't want to butcher the original names. The lake of old people appears blue, like the sky, a light blue. The lake of young men and maidens appears green, like the surrounding forest. And then we have the bewitched lake. Yep, that took a turn for the worse, and you'll understand why a little bit later but the bewitched lake most often appears red. 
I say most often and normally they appear this way because depending on the amount of rainfall and what minerals are present at any given time, the oxidation levels of these lakes will change and thus the lakes will actually change color. For example, in 2016, the lakes changed a total of six times throughout the year. Now, for the Western world, the lakes were, quote, discovered in 1915 by, of course, a Dutch military commander. Quick side note, if you're studying the history of most southern Pacific island nations, I guarantee you will come across a Dutch occupation or two. So yes, tourism to the sites is a huge draw, and for now, no one seems to be messing anything up there, knock on wood. It's recommended that if you visit the site, you camp there overnight because the sunrise is impeccable. Apparently. Remember, Kane and I aren't traveling anywhere for this show, so if that's what you want, get out of here. Buy cable, watch the Travel Channel. But here's where it gets good, at least in my opinion. First of all, Kelimutu is a mashup of two words from the local Indonesian dialect. Keli means mountain, and mutu means boiling. Such a great way to describe a volcanic mountain. Furthermore, the locals named these lakes based on the myth that they carry. Each lake is actually a resting place for spirits of those who have died. It's like an underworld. The lake of young men and maidens is specifically where the spirit rests if a person dies young or unmarried. This lake is the largest and deepest of all three, and that's a bummer. But remember, that lake is usually blue, and when it changes, it's typically turquoise. Next, we have the lake of old people, which obviously enough is where the spirits of people who died late in their lives go to rest. This lake usually appears blue, but has also changed to black or white. Quite the shift. I don't have anything interesting to say about that. I don't have a snarky comment about old people and the color black or the color white. Um, but if you have anything, obviously, send us an email. Strangely enough, uh, you'll understand why I say that in a minute. The lake of the old people is the one lake separated by some distance from the other two. I say that's a strange fact because you'd think the third lake, the bewitched lake, should be off to the side away from the regular people's lake uh, and resting place. But I'll tell you the real reason why it makes sense. The bewitched lake usually appears red. Now, I'm not just talking a weird rust color that some people pass off as red. I'm talking about a deep scarlet red, almost blood red. On top of that, whenever this lake changes color, it's not like it's any better. The alternative color is a more uh, rusty brown color. Some people have literally described it as a Coca-Cola brown, which is hilarious. Beyond those awesome myths attached to each lake, one tribe in particular is known for attributing the color changing to the political atmosphere in the country. Those calming blues and greens represent a peaceful na uh, national condition while the red, of course, represents political turmoil. Now in the US, those colors carry a different connotation, which also lines up pretty comically. 
Plus, just to pile on, there's an unattributed story that if the volcano ever collapses and the water from each lake merges, then that would be a warning that the end of the world is imminent. And with the end of the world, I'll say, this is the end of the episode. See how short that is? There you have it. The tri-colored, ever-changing volcanic crater lakes on Mount Kelimutu in Flores, Indonesia. I have nothing special to say to you. I'm not even sure that I know who you are. Um, So have a good day, I guess.